Well, the Teacher and Educational Support Professionals chapters of the Minneapolis Federation of Teachers uh, filed an intent to strike notice on February 23rd. Now, of course, in the state of Minnesota, there is a 10-day cooling-off period uh, from when you filed a strike before uh, a strike actually occurs. So as of right now, uh, a strike is in line to happen on March the 8th, which is uh, this coming Tuesday. Well, MPS uh, MPS staff are uh, meeting with MFT day and night to reach an agreement to avoid the strike. And, uh, of course, uh, it has been a busy, busy time. And uh, the superintendent of Minneapolis Public Schools, Ed Graff, is on the line to uh, discuss that and uh, see what happens here. Ed, uh, good morning. Thanks for being with us. I know it's it's a busy time for you, but uh, we certainly appreciate the time as always. So what can you tell us about uh, sort of the latest in how this is going and, and any progress uh, that may have that has you know been made at this point to try and avoid uh, a potential strike on the 8th? Well, first, I want to start just by acknowledging and recognizing that, you know, we are deeply grateful to our teachers and our education support professionals. You know, they certainly are the heartbeat of our schools. Um, we know that serving students during the last two years during the pandemic has been immensely difficult and our school staff have accomplished so much despite you know many of these challenges that we've faced not only through the pandemic but also um, the ongoing kind of challenges of uh, in the community with the violence and to the the, um, the, the racial reckoning that's happened with with many of the many of the experiences over the last two years um to that point um, we are we are working toward contract agreements with our teachers and our education support professionals um, who are members of the minneapolis federation of teachers union and you know we have been in contract negotiations for the past year Um, you referenced the official notice of intent to strike and so we've been working very closely with the bureau of mediation services uh, attempting to schedule negotiation sessions mediation sessions during the day and into the evening um, to avoid a potential strike, which the earliest date a strike could occur would be Tuesday, March 8th. You know, that's not a certain date, um, but that's the earliest that it could occur. So we've, uh, as mentioned, been meeting, uh, meeting today, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, we've got meetings scheduled uh, with a mediator. And, you know, I think the reality is that we share many of the, the same priorities that are out there, you know, higher wages for our education support professionals, competitive wages for our teachers. Uh, you know, certainly we've been very clear and explicit around wanting to attract and retain uh, teaching staff that better reflect the diversity of our students. And we want to prioritize and retain these teachers in the event we end up having to have a um, reduction of employees or transition of employees and layoffs. We also know that the support for mental health is needed for our students. Um, and, and obviously those are values that we share in addition to wanting to have a small manageable class sizes you know our current averages in our elementary schools right now are around 20 students we've got 23 students in uh, our middle school core content classes and 19 students in our high school core content classes um, as averages but all of those things are shared in terms of the values and how do we how we get there how we prioritize that um, i think that's the that's the real part that we're, we're working on, you know, and it's, it really is about the adults coming together and uh, taking those shared values and 
trying to operationalize them. We're talking with MPS Superintendent Ed Graff. Ed, how is the district's budget shortfall impacting the uh, response to uh, some of the requests that uh, MFT is making? Yeah, the difficulty is we know that we've had declining student enrollment. Um, you know, we have fewer, we're projected to have uh, fewer than 3,000 students uh, next year. And, you know, we also know that the, um, the budget shortfall that we're facing with those enrollment declines and the increased costs of uh, just operating um, in in today's world is is going up. So we're facing a close to a ninety seven million dollar budget shortfall for the twenty two twenty three year. Um, fortunately, we've been able to receive those one time COVID relief funds, and we're using that uh, close to seventy seventy eight million dollars or so to reduce our budget deficit to twenty five million. Uh, but that is, you know, that's one-time funding. So we really have to take a look at, um, you know, what to, what those priorities are going to be and how we can ensure that we are addressing the, the near-term need as well as uh, the future of our district. Those are very real, real challenges. So um, I think an- another thing to note, Manny, is that, you know, I, I mentioned this a little bit about the funding and the revenue that we have. We've had decades of underfunding in public education, in particular around our special education and our English learner services. Um, you know, those are two areas that contribute to uh, the, the, the difficulty we have with, with resources or our funds that are available to us. So um, continue to have our, our budget priorities um, advocacy at the Capitol. Um, you know, our board has done a great job of prioritizing um, special education and English learner services um, for, for advocacy at the Capitol. And I will say in our district, we prioritize that as well. And we make sure that our students are getting those resources, even though we are not getting the full funding that is, uh, you know, supposed to be there from the, the federal or state government. And we're, of course, certainly hoping for the best in, in all of this, that an agreement can be made here very soon. Um, but if, in the event, a strike does happen, Ed, uh, what are, what's the most important thing that families of students of MPS need to know? Yeah, well, first, again, we are, are committed to doing our best to get an agreement uh, so that we don't have to have a strike. We know that our families have already experienced enough disruption um, as well as our students and our learning and, and of course our educators you know this is stressful for everyone in the schools in the community so we're, we're going to be working to uh, try and avoid um, having a strike occur and, and looking to, to negotiate um, you know today tomorrow through the weekend and um, all up until we, uh, we can get it done but if if it does come to that um, we will be canceling our classes so we will not have classes if the strike occurs um, the other thing that people have been asking about is what's going to happen with uh, child care uh, it's best for families and parents to be looking for child supervision child care outside of minneapolis public schools you know the the uh, esp group and our um, teachers um, are a big part of providing that support in our schools. Um, the main part of it, you know, uh, comes from them. And with the limited staff available, we will not be able to provide uh, any type of uh, real substantive uh, support for, for uh, supervision. So um, just want to encourage families right now to make plans and parents to make plans. Um, in the event a strike occurs, we will have just a very, very limited 
um, emergency kind of crisis supervision available at a few sites. Um, so that's something that's important for people to know. We are also working with community partners to see what other resources they might be able to provide for child care options and after school care options. Um, but, you know, that's that's a challenge as well, because there's not a specific uh, date uh, that they need to know. Um, they'll have to have, you know, things will have to happen. It's, it's kind of wait and see. Um, I think the other thing that is really important for people to understand is we will be providing meals. That is something that we will be um, working to ensure that families have access to. And so uh, doing our best to, to get those those set up. And then what it will look like is that um, meals will be able to be picked up at the school. And so after the first day of a strike, we'll have a, a meal bank system of one breakfast and one lunch that families can access and pick up at the school where the students are enrolled. Um, the other thing I should note is that we will be continuing our varsity athletics. Um, junior varsity and B-squad practices will be able to continue if there is adult supervision available. Uh, so um, those are important things to note. And of course, you know, again, we're wanting to avoid a strike, but should it happen, um, we'll have to take a look at, you know, how we make up those days. We are required under statute to have a certain number of days in um, a school year. And, you know, Minneapolis Public Schools has a very limited window of availability for um, not having school in session. So we'll have to take a close look at that. And we may need to make up time, um, you know, if, if the strike uh, does take place. And lastly, Ed, before I let you go, where can families and the public, if they're looking for uh, more information, where can they go uh, to find that? So we'll be putting out information on our on our website. Um, so I encourage everyone to take a look at the webpage. We'll have banners on our school websites as well. So it's www.mpls.k12.mn.us. Um, and certainly as, as things progress, um, we will provide those updates on the website as well as social media and um, any other forms of communication that um, will help them in their understanding and preparedness for where we are. All right. Sounds good. Hoping for the best, sir. And uh, thank you so much for the time. And uh, we will uh, talk to you again soon. Thank you, Ed. Thanks. We'll do our best to, to make sure we, we come to an agreement on, on these very important topics and can avoid a strike. All right. That is uh, Superintendent Ed Graff of Minneapolis Public Schools joining us here on Jazz 88.